Hi, and welcome back to Marty's Party. I'm so excited for this episode. And I'm going to stop numbering the episodes because I simply am confused on what number I'm on. I've gotten a few DMs, gotten a few questions. We'll just clear it up. So last week, I believe, if I'm not wrong, this is episode three. But last week, I numbered two, like that one, episode two. As well as the other one, episode two, because it technically was the second episode. If you count the trailer as the first episode, it's so confusing. But anyways, this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about friendship breakups, which I feel like are like a trending topic right now, at least from all the creators I follow in their podcasts. Um, I feel like it's something that we just keep talking about. Also... I sound sniffly. I don't think I'm sick. I think it's allergies. So I'm sorry if that interrupts your podcast listening. I also have to say, one of these weeks, I'm going to get a video of the podcast out for you all to watch me talk instead of just listen. But that is not one of these weeks. Right now, I'm drinking the strawberry rosé poppy. You can just hear the ice. It's good. Um, so I'm going to talk about that. And there were other topics that were going through my brain this week, and they've slowly exited, so that will be for another episode. But we'll talk about that, and then we'll dive into the other things that I wanted to talk about. So, um, friendship breakups. This is like a hard topic to dive right into, but we're going to just dive right into it. So, for me... When I was younger, when you think of a breakup, you think of, like, a romantic partner. You think of a boyfriend and girlfriend, like, breaking up, calling it quits, whatever. And it wasn't really until probably last year I realized what a friendship breakup was. Or had experienced one. I guess you can know what one is. It's, like, a friendship ending. Um, But it was my first time experiencing one. So, it was hard. Like... It's hard because ultimately when a relationship ends, typically it's a romantic relationship. So like you're hanging out, whatever, you're in love or you're not in love or whatever. Um, And so it comes its course, you stop talking, everything is okay eventually. Like it's hard, obviously, you get heartbroken, it's tough. But when it comes to a friendship breakup, it's It's hard, but it's even harder. This could just be from me because I'm sensitive and, you know, I'm sentimental and all those things. But for me, a friendship breakup is so, like, it's draining, too, and it's also just emotional. And it might be, like, one-sided emotional. I don't know what the other person's thinking. Um, And the friendship breakups I have been through, I haven't ended Per se. Um, some of them, I just stopped talking to the other person. It was like a slow fade, um, if you will. And it wasn't, I don't want to say it was like totally intentional. It was more for me that when a friendship gets one-sided and I am the one party that is constantly reaching out and asking to hang out. And they agree, like they're agreeing, but I'm the one doing all the work. I finally was like, well, I don't want that person 
to be in my life if I have to put in the effort. Like, in the, it's not a one-way street in a friendship in my eyes. I get it. You're friends with some people that are just have busy lives. And those friendships I categorize as low-maintenance friendships. We both are busy together. We're busy separately. But we still make it a point to talk to the other person. Not every day. It could be months. It could be a year. I have certain friends that I go a while without talking to and everything's okay. There's no beef. There's no drama. There's just love and there's friendship that I'll probably take with me until the day one of us dies. Like, so those low maintenance friendships I cherish with my whole being. And as I've gotten older, I'm going to be 26 this year. So as I've gotten into my mid twenties, I've realized High-maintenance friendships are just not for me. So, and these friendship breakups, they're not a bad thing. Like, I don't really think they're hard. It's scary. It's like, what did I do wrong? Why did they not want to be friends with me? You can think of it like that. But then you can also step back and look and be like, I loved the friendship we had and the time we had it. But now that time's over, and that's okay, like, we both have grown to be different people, we don't have that commonality anymore, whether it's college, it's high school, it's, like, lifelong, not lifelong, but, like, it's childhood friends. You just grow apart, and there's, like, it's not like there was any beef. It ultimately comes down to communication, I feel like, and if I'm the one communicating all the time, asking to make plans, um... It takes a lot on me if I'm the one always doing that. And especially when they're just not reciprocating. Reciprocating. I can't say that word. Reciprocating. Like if they are not willing to put in the same effort. They don't have to be like. Like I'm very intentional with my friendships. And the girls in my life that are my best friends know it. They know I love them. They know I will can go months without hanging out with them. And everything's fine. And the girls that have, like, slowly exited my life for whatever reason, it was ultimately come down to one... It ultimately came down to one-sided friendships. So, for me, I had to make a conscious decision to be like, I can't keep reaching out to that friend if they don't want to reach out to me. Because at the end of the day, that's just protecting my inner peace and my... I don't want to say mental health per se, but I, it's protecting me. Like, I can't keep doing that because it's draining me. And we want to be friends and maintain friendships that keep our energy in our cup and fill up our cup, not lower it. Um, and so as I've gotten a little bit older in my 20s, I've realized it's time is energy and time is very important and I don't want to be wasting it or spending time trying to get someone to want to hang out with me or trying to get someone to want to like me because simply there was a time for that and that was probably high school and maybe like early years of college but now is not the time I know who I am I am strong in my foundation of who I am as a person as a woman as a friend and I know that The people who don't want to be in my life, that's okay. I'm going to leave the door open and I'm going to let them exit. And it's not to say that if they were to walk back into my life in a year or two from now, I wouldn't answer the text or I wouldn't pick up the phone. 
Unless you've totally betrayed me, I will keep the door open for you to come back. But I'm not waiting around for someone who has kind of made it known that they don't want to hang out with me. Um, And so this can be taken in multiple. Like, it could be taken as if you were my boyfriend. But it's also more basing on the friendship. Like, ultimately, if someone doesn't want to spend their energy and time answering me or reaching out to hang out just to catch up, I don't really want them in my life um, because at the end of the day, I would rather have a smaller circle than a huge circle where half the people in the circle haven't seen me in a few years and don't want to see me and don't care to see me. I, I just don't want that. Like I want to be surrounded by women that support me and believe in me and are there for me when I'm at my lowest lows and I'm at my highest highs. And right now I have cultivated a group of girls around me that if I was to call them tomorrow saying, I need you, like I need you right now, whether they're in freaking Buffalo, they're in Rochester, they're in freaking Miami, um, they would do their best to help me. Whether it's just stand the phone while I'm having a mental breakdown or they would drive to me or I just like I have the best friends. And although this episode is about friendship breakups, it has made me realize that I have the best friends and they will always support me and they will always encourage me. And I'm going to get emotional, but they will do anything to make make it known that they matter to me. And I think that's the biggest blessing. So I, I've just taken a lot to think about all of this in the past year. And I think one of the hardest things for me is the fact that there were certain friends in my life that chose me. I'm scared to put this on my podcast, but it's okay. Um, that chose me to stand, not stand by their side, but be in their wedding that I'm no longer friends with. And that just blows my mind. Like, it's no one's fault. It was a, I don't want to say a mutual decision. It kind of happened. There was no big T, but like, we just kind of fell out of touch, and that's okay. Um, but I remember when it first happened and I was like, I'm like, she asked me to be in her wedding and now we're not friends. It's just so odd to me. But I know like she got married when I was 23. Like it's fine. Um, and I'm 20, almost six now. And like, I don't have any prospects. So it's not like I'm going to call her up tomorrow and be like, Hey, can you be in my wedding? Um, but it was more like, It's just shocking that, like, you can be friends and so close with someone during one important life event, and then it's, like, a year later, like, you barely talk to them. It's just so, it's mind-blowing to me. Like, totally mind-blowing. But that's kind of how life works. It ebbs and flows, and the people that are going to support you, they might, like, quiet down, but, like, they're always going to be there, even if you don't talk to them for a while, and so I think... It has really taught me that my life could go in like a zigzag, like circular spiral. And I could say I'm I'm 25 now. I'm in upstate New York right now. These are my 10 close friends right here. And then at 35, I live blah, 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 say like Tennessee or somewhere. And those same 10 friends 
plus more probably would be around me still because that's how I've cultivated my life right now to keep the low maintenance friendships and keep the friendships that are pouring into my cup and matter to me and help me create the life I want to live and support me in my crazy wild dreams um and so I've just learned a lot about who I want to be surrounded with and who I would want to want me to be in their life if that makes sense so I I've really I don't want to say of a girl gang because I, I feel like in like 2019, 2018, that was so used. Like me and my girl gang. And like I do have great girls. I have a great group of high school friends. And if you guys are listening to this, love you. Um, and they all are wonderful. We've been friends literally since our whole like we were close all throughout school. But after college, I feel like... So, that's a, like, straight off topic. But for parts of college, like, I was reaching out to them a lot. But I knew they were low-maintenance friends that they're not just going to be like, bye, Martha, we don't want to talk to you anymore. Like, I want a literal photo shoot. And we took these amazing photos together in 2018. And, like, they're still some of my best friends. I talk to them every other day, every few days, every week, that kind of thing. But it's not... It's not like we're like, hey, what's up? It's more like we just send random photos, like in a Snapchat group chat, and like just some, like the tiniest thing to stay connected. I don't know. It's great. And then I have two really good friends from college who really have embodied what it means to be a friend. Um, they have just really wrapped me tight and like, just support and always being there but also like going months without talking and one of them lived in the literal caribbean for two years and like we still maintain friendship even though we didn't talk every day every month and i think that's amazing like the fact that you can be connected with someone through friendship and you just like live your own lives you support each other from afar because you don't live close right now and you still maintain friends. It's like the price of like, I don't want to say love, but like I love my friends to death. So I guess it is the price of love and it's the price of caring for someone and supporting someone. And then I just, I don't know, it makes me emotional. It also makes me emotional because of the people who rallied around me when I launched this podcast. Like they, they wrapped me. It felt like a warm hug from my favorite people. Like, they were just like, Martha, we're so proud of you. You were made to do this. This is amazing. You sound awesome. Um, And even last week's episode on grief and losing my stepdad, people that I didn't even think listened to my podcast <laughs> sent me messages. And, like, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, it is crazy, your impact. Don't realize it, but it's crazy. So, I'm skewing off the friendship breakup side because that was a little depressing, but it was something I needed to be talked about. Um, to I want anyone listening to this podcast to know, or anyone that follows me, please, 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 if you have an idea for something and you want to put it out into the world and you want to put it on social media and you want to start this and you want to do this, please do it. Like, please, 
I'm begging from the bottom of my heart. The bottom. Because even if you have like 10 followers, just put it out there. Someone is going to find you and someone's going to resonate with you and someone's going to tell their friends about you and someone is going to spread your word. They're going to spread it and that's how you get more followers. It's word of mouth. It's also going viral, I suppose, but you want... Excuse me. Those loyal followers will come from the word of mouth. So if you all probably follow me on Instagram, I have been posting about this book called Call It What You Want by Alyssa D. I cannot say her last name. Rogatis? D. Rogatis? I think that's right. Um, And this book, like, it's fictional. It's about a situationship, five year long. It's amazing, um, and I've posted about it a lot lately, like, post her content because I want more people to find her because I just adore her, and I loved that book, and it totally rewired my brain when it came to dating, like, totally, um, and so I'm just saying, like, post your content, put your idea out into the world, like, it is gonna reach people that you didn't even know existed, and that is simply amazing, like, I just... It's amazing. Um, my Marty's mantra for the week is... I literally was in my car on Tuesday when we... I have to tell you guys this. I forgot. This is one thing I would talk about. So Tuesday morning, I'm driving to work. Wearing these little Lulu's. Um, sneakers from Lulu's. Nothing. Nothing. Anything of it. Going to work in my jeans and my short ankle sneakers. And I'm like... Look outside, it's starting to snow, and I'm like, okay, it's snowing, and then I keep looking outside as the day goes on. It's really snowing, and by the time I got out of work at five, it had snowed six inches. Did I have snow boots with me? No. Did I have gloves with me? No. Did I have a beanie with me? No. I had a winter coat. (laughs) Good job, Martha. But I was, like, digging out my car with the six inches with the snow flying into my sneakers, and they're, like, the cheap ones made from China. They're cute, but they're not functional. And I low-key think it ruined them. I wore them yesterday, and I was like, Martha, these need to go in the garbage. But I, like, cannot part with them because I love them so much. But that moment just, like, taught me. Two. Number one, you should always be prepared. Number two, you just gotta laugh at yourself. Like, in those moments where you're like, what is literally happening right now? You just laugh. I was, like, in the parking lot talking to myself. People probably thought I was crazy. And I'm just, like, laughing. And I'm like, Martha, only you. Like, you're trudging through six inches in these little sneaker slip-on things. And there's so much snow on the ground right now. So much. Like, what is happening? I literally felt like I was in a movie. It was so funny. It was also so painful because on my 40 minute drive home, my feet were freezing and I had like the heat on my feet and my defrost on at the same time because we got a lot of snow and oh my gosh. So, the mantra is to always be prepared, but also to like make fun of yourself. And that sounds funny, but like, Make it a point to enjoy your life so you can laugh at the stupidest moments where the things aren't really going your way. Another thing that didn't go my way this week, Marty's party. You guys need to hear this. Um, So my car, 
She's a 2017 Subaru Impreza. We love her. I call her Marty's Mobile sometimes. Lil Subi. She's my girl. Ride or die. We love her. Um, And this week, Monday, on my day off, I wanted to literally cry. So I brought it in for an oil change and a tire rotation. All the things, right? And I knew something was wrong with it because it had been making this weird sound for like three weeks. So... I go in thinking, like, oh, they're going to tell me something's wrong, but, like, it's probably something minimal. I could not be more wrong, guys. I could not be. So, they do my oil change, whatever. And then he comes out and he's like, so, your rear brakes need to be replaced and there was a rotor, like, that was loose or something. And we should do the brakes in the rotor today because it's a safety issue. And I'm like, yep, sure. And he kind of is rambling off numbers and I'm like... Well, like, I need to get it done. I can't really, like, go anywhere else right now. It's a safety issue. Like, I'm scared to drive my car. Like, you need to fix these. So they fix them. And it's, like, over $1,000 to fix these things, right? With the oil change and the labor and everything. Which, ultimately, like, I don't have a car payment. My car is paid off. So, obviously, it's fine. Either way, it's fine. It has to be done. Like, I need a car to get to point A to point B. I'm just saying this. I'm just telling you guys because it's like the moments when those like expenses come that you like have the money for, but you're like, ah, like in one week I have to pay that much? Like what? And actually the best part of it is next week I'm going because I need four new tires. And so they're going to go do that uh, next Wednesday. So I'm... I'll be happy, like, when it's all done because it's all, like, going to be good on my car and whatnot. And, like, I put a lot of miles on my car, so it's almost at 100K. Um, And I bought her when she had 35,000. So I'm putting, putting, but I got her in 2020. So I've only had her for four years, but she's good. Um, I love her. Um, Thinking of parting with my car makes me want to cry on a literal daily basis. But I'm like, Martha, that's not happening anytime soon. And I reminded myself this week that any car repair is probably cheaper than buying a new car. So, there's that. And lastly, before I end this, because my mom listened back to my podcast, finally, and she was like, Martha, like, someone's extension, (laughs) attention span is like 15 to 20 minutes. Like, you shouldn't really go over that because my podcast episodes have been very long. Um, so I'm just gonna tune in and tell you this one little tidbit and then I'll let you go on your merry way. Um, what the heck? It just went out of my brain. I literally was just thinking it. Like, as I'm sitting here, I'm like, it was here. It was about my car. What was it about? Talking about my car. What was I talking about? Okay. I lost it. So I guess that's a wrap on this week's episode of Marty Party. Marty's Party. Um, But I hope you all have a fabulous weekend. Um, Stay warm wherever you are because I feel like this last week the weather has been so wild. Like so crazy. I literally, I don't even know what's happening. But, oh wait, I have my thought. Oh my god. (laughs) So, I don't think I talked about this in the last week's episode. 
but I've been going to the gym. I've been working out more. I'm, I've done 10 workouts so far in 2024, which is amazing. It's only the 18th. That is pretty good. Um, I go roughly three to four times a week. Um, and it's been really good for my mental and physical health. Health. <laughs> help. Health. I am on the journey to lose some LBS, but I'm not really focusing on the number. I've been weighing myself on a daily just to keep track of those things, but I'm trying my hardest not to focus on it because that can make someone spiral and that's just not healthy. But if any of you are looking to get back into working out and wanting to do like a planned workout that is somewhat affordable, I use the Alive by Whitney Simmons app. It is so good. I pay, okay, the first week was free. I think I talked about this last week, but I'm just going to shamelessly plug it again. Um, <laughs> it was free for a week, and then I think it's 15 a month. And so it's just so affordable for me. Like, it's so worth it, and I feel great after the workouts. Um, they do targeted programs and targeted workouts, and you just follow the app, and you can plug it in on your Apple Watch, and it gets all your metrics for you. And it is great. So that's my last plug for this week's episode. I hope you all have a happy weekend. And I will see you next week. And that is all. Bye.